so, just like the piles of goddamned dead leaves that have accumulated on my porch and around my patio, we're back mm. with another episode of What Are We Even Doing? And what are we even doing today, Tom? Today we're doing a Q&A, Braden. Yes. <laughs> I think we've talked about this for a couple months now. We have, and uh, we kind of botched it the first time. We did some of the questions on our now infamous, some would say legendary, Scooby-Doo in the WWE Mystery episode. Yes. But we today, should... we're oh, here sorry. to right those wrongs. Exactly. Sorry, I almost interrupted you twice, but luckily I didn't. Go ahead. Should we ring that opening bell and get into... Because I do have a little bit of something to, to do before the Q&A, but then Absolutely. I want to get into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Let's so let's go. just ring that. Yep. Hey. I was very scared there for a second because you did not have... Oh, I just re, I just realized that you switched cans. Um, I now have multiple open beers. Mm. And uh, one unopened beer. Yeah. We're, I, We're prepared. I love and by it. By that I mean we, me. Speak... Uh, okay. Yep. First order of business. Order of business. We are going to officially, for the first time ever, yep. cross something off of the fuckboard. That's right. And we are crossing off the Q&A as we're doing it now. Goddamn right we are. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Let's uh, call <laughs> this... No. Um, so there's that. I wanted to get that out of the way first. I also want to bring up... So there's there's a tension between us. Mm-hmm. That I need to, that we need to air out. I was okay. going to do it before, but I felt like this is better suited for on air. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Why do you have a problem with the amount of knickknacks I have on my jacket? Uh, so, so Bra- Braden's walking around here, and yeah. he's got like keychains falling off of both sides of his hips. He's got one up there on his chest. And then early night of training is in the ring with all of this. Okay. Okay. So, problem. Hold you, on. you wear whatever horseshit jingly bells you want to. Okay. I just don't think it's a good idea to be in the ring with those. You're going to get hurt, man. Well, that's fair, but it was cold, you see. And I did not think ahead to bring a jacket that wasn't my outside coat. Mm, next time think ahead. I know. I yeah. thought behind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it seemed like you were you had <laughs> Woo! you okay. had a problem with I have a I have a knob that I found on the ground here. These the, are all hanging that, off that my That serves no here. purpose. There there are two That one says on I heart side. New York. I'm explaining these. But just Have you been second. to New York? No. You can't hold it. on. This is an unfair love. I have two zippers on the side for like where my hands go, my pockets, pockets. And I have a chest pocket yeah. with a zipper on it. So first I will start with my right pocket. I have a little keychain that says I... Uh, it doesn't say I heart New York. It just mm. says New York on it and has an apple for the O. Oh, that's what that is. I'm sorry. My manager got this for me when she went to New York. That's a shitty and I was gift. Like, Hold on, there was more things. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? This is perfect to put on my zipper. Okay. I can put all this right, here. It's right, neat. Right. You know? Fair enough. Um, I'm going to go with this on this side, the left side pocket here. There's a bunch of things from the, uh, what is it? It's a very tiny. Natural History Museum. Yeah. From when my assistant manager went to New York. <laughs> so they're just reminding you of places that you haven't been. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. fine, but he got me this. It has a bunch of uh, it has a skeleton, or, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, a fish, a dinosaur skull, a dinosaur skull. These are all just like little. Pit. They're when not actually skulls. Fish. Yeah, uh, 
Uh, there's a dolphin. There's yep. a butterfly. There's an mm, elephant, and then it says Natural History Museum on the. Uh, that's that's hanging there uh, alongside. I found a knob on the ground one day. I don't know what that's it's to. Trash. I don't know what it's to. It's just trash. That's just junk you found on the ground. You're trash. You're decorating your jacket with trash. It's a knob. So you that decided I found on the ground. What the hell? I'll add some trash to this yeah. jacket. Yeah. You know what? Also, now that I'm looking, that one up there on your fucking tip yeah, pocket. on my lapel. That's a fucking wing nut on a, a bolt. Yeah. I found it on the ground. So I put it on. <laughs> where, where are you wearing things you find on I the ground? It, because I think it's neat. You're not homeless. No one at Menards has any of these knickknacks on you're, their jacket. You're, you're not far from pushing a cart full of fucking cans. Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> Do you, shall I? Hold on. Let me go through my lapel pocket here. Oh God! Why is there more junk? I have a service hero card that I got one time. <laughs> that looks like a piece of sausage there. Well, I hand. folded it. So I have a, a piece of pex that I found on the ground. What? What is a pex? It's like a. Uh, it's a pipe. It's like a copper pipe. I don't know what it is, but it's like a, a quarter inch. So you put. You, it's you, like, it looks like a ring. So you. you right, but you're not wearing it as one. Even, yeah. Like even if you. Okay. I'm sorry. Go on. That I have um, a little eyeball thing that I found on the ground. It looks like a bouncy ball, but okay. It's not. It bounces a little bit, but it's, there's a it's not lot great. of I found on the ground happening here. So I found there was a, there was a, uh, a little knot from a pallet that I found on the ground <laughs> that I put here. Breeden. <laughs> and then I have my my manager got me because I I love everything about the Bruce Springsteen version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. The fact that his his voice I'm, is going. I'm, out. Hold on, I'm losing my. Who are you? The fact that his voice is going out by the end of it. The fact that he never once says town. He always cuts it off right at the end because just the vibrato that he has. It's so good. I love it so much. So he bought he he got a penny and he flattened it with Bruce Springsteen on it when he was in New York. So he gave me that. Holy shit! This is another reminder of you not going to New York. <laughs> what? So that's that. Those are all the things in my pockets. Here, I I I I I I'm thunderstruck. By also, all of this. I have my badge in my pocket too. Well, so that can... serves a purpose, and you didn't find that on the ground. How do you know? Oh my god! <laughs> no, you're right. I didn't. Now that I know all my stuff is jumbled up. Your stuff, your pocket full of trash <laughs> with your trash lapels. I feel a lot of judgment right now, and you, I'm not having you, it. Probably should feel a lot of judgment. I found this Touch on my the knob. I'm, oh my god, no! <laughs> I'm not doing this, dude. Uh, what? I, I don't know, man. What's? I I what thought I what? knew you. What? What? You're, what you're, are you? What you're are you walking mean? around here. Look at these trinkets to rub in my face. How much I haven't been to New York. Look at this piece of trash I put on my zipper. Look at this pocket full of trash. It's trash. It's trash. I I I it. You know, touch my knob. He says, <laughs> "I felt like." It was and then, out of nowhere, said. the side tangent about Bruce Springsteen of all people, the boss, but not Spike Dudley. Like, okay, the way he sings that song is so funny to me. I got no problem with Bruce I Springsteen. I enjoy Bruce Springsteen as much as the fucking next guy, born in the USA. His uh uh, God damn it! <sighs> Why can't I think of the name of that fucking song? I'm on fire. I don't know. Whoa, I'm on fire. Um, I don't know, but the way he sings "Santa Claus is Coming to Town," I'm not shitting on. Dude, Bruce just Santa Claus is coming 
Oh, I thought you meant he just stops before he even says the word town. One time he does. It's amazing. They like go to a little part where like the music drops off and it gets like real soft. And right as that happens, he goes, it toot. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Everything about it is so fucking hilarious. Are you a to big me. Christmas guy? No, not really. Amazing. Oh God, no! I don't love the Pope. Uh, um, I, I, I'm not Catholic. I just there, love the there Pope. are. There are certain songs that I do like. That one, it, it plays in Menards sometimes. It is so funny to me. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, anyways... Uh... I felt the need to defend my knickknacks. I know they serve no purpose, Tom. That That's what most knickknacks do. What, what the... Oh my God, are you... What, is, what does that head on your shelf represent? That guy with glasses. Hmm. I can't see from here. This... Yeah. That's Big Boss Man. What does that serve? What purpose does that serve? It's a Big Boss Man squirt bottle. What fill purpose it, you, does that serve? You, you fill it up with water. He sprays water out of his teeth. Okay. He doesn't time... want the Big Boss Man to spit on you. Oh, no. <laughs> you have so many knickknacks on in, here. In theory, Big Boss Man could spit on your knob. How many beats of silence do we need? That's easily the longest silence that we've ever had on the show. Uh, People are going to just think that the episode stopped. It kind of did. Uh, I don't know. A lot of these knickknacks aren't mine. I don't know quite how to respond to that. Yeah, you don't. But, okay, here's my point, right? Yeah. Your shelf. Okay? Yeah. My jacket. What's the difference where the knickknacks are? One is a shelf. Yeah? The other is an article of clothing. The shelf shelf isn't covered in trash. I'm only wearing it right now because I worked today. Nothing nothing on this shelf was, quote, found on the ground. That's a a director's cut of Hellboy I paid like 60 bucks for or something. All these knickknacks cost me nothing. God, I really overpaid for that. Well, uh, I paid nothing for all of these nicknames. No, because you found them on the ground. All right. I think the knot of wood is is cool. That's all well and good. Uh, can we can we can we get to the, the Q's and the A's? I did not expect that to go that long. I didn't expect any of this. Good. I wanted to put you on blast. I, I, you're you're talking you're, shit about your own you're, co-host. You're putting me on blast by just being like, I walk around wearing shit I found on the ground. Tweet at Wowed Podcast. How about how awesome my knickknacks are? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Alright. God, I'm a sad, lonely man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hard turn there. Alright. Uh, friend of the show, Dustin Ferris, otherwise known as, uh, formerly known as Dexter Schwartz, asks, Why have you avoided booking me as a guest? Afraid of the glory? Oh, <laughs> The answer is you're in fucking Vegas. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I, I don't know this man very well. You 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 dig him. You would dig yeah. him. That would be great. But like, yeah, man, you're not here. That's, that's more simple. of a question for Tom. I have nothing to do with that. If uh, you're listening, I would like to have you on. I've heard some of your snaps that you've sent Tom, and they're fucking <laughs> something. Next note coming from a friend of the show and big fan, uh, Mauve. Yeah, says no one ever talks about footwork. Who has the best in your opinion? Looking back, I would say Arn Anderson has to be up there. Mm. 
See, I saw this question earlier today, and I was immediately like, ooh, that's a good one. I agree. And not one that I have a, uh, an easy... I've literally been thinking about this for a while, because it's footwork... What, what, what's the opening line? No one talks about footwork? No one talks about it, yeah. Correct. No one ever does, really. Right. So it's not something that even I've really paid attention to, unfortunately. Sure. To me, I, like when I think of like what makes good footwork is like not just your positioning, but also how quietly you move in the ring when you need to be quiet. Yeah. And how well you position your body. Uh, I'm going to throw Dean Malenko's name okay. into the hat. Uh, I don't know that he is the one, but uh, he's up there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Rey Mysterio is nailed quiet. Mostly because he's uh, small. Oh, yeah, yeah. That That's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to put... You know what? Uh, I will say Chris Hero. Okay. That, that guy moves and positions himself in bases like like few others have. Mm-hmm, okay. Um... Really Arn Arn Anderson yeah. as well. Like if you watch a lot of Arn, he's actually like on his tiptoes a lot. Okay. Um, I footwork is something I, I should probably pay attention more to. More people should. Yeah. It, it's it's a dude. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy. It's it's yeah. a crazy detail. It's a thankless art. Uh, let's see. Going on. Mm. I love how you introduced the next question and then immediately yeah. took a drink. Had to. I love it. Uh, friend of the show, Austin Maltrie. Ooh, okay. Asks, what's the worst joke ever? <laughs> now, I want to be clear here. I know what you're trying to do here, Austin. Yeah. Fuck you. It's not the worst. Now, I... I, I don't even think it's a bad joke. I just... I've heard okay. it three times in a row. Sure. Now, uh, so far as a bad joke goes... Mm-hmm. Okay. This... No, this will translate, because okay. normally this would be a visual thing, but this this will translate. A bear walks into a bar, mm-hmm. and the bartender says, what'll you have? And the bear says, I'd like a gin. Okay. And tonic. And the bartender says, well, what's with the paws? And the bear says, well, I, I was born with them. Hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> uh, I hate it so much. I love it, but it's not good. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I have, like, a specific, like, just, like... <sighs> it's one of those weird things where, like, I can't even say why did the chicken cross the road, because that is sure. made to be an anti-joke. That's the point. Um, uh, <sighs> if you if it's, you guys know the punchline joke, that one always fucking... Which, what? Connor got it with. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's real it, good. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of the, to a certain extent, the long walk jokes. Like your, sure, your sure, one sure. about pulling your leg yeah. is top tier. Yeah. Um, I don't know about bad jokes though. I don't know that I have any because it's hard to think of a bad joke because you remember the good ones. You see. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, okay, moving. We're gonna. We're going to saw through this one. This may not be our usual 90-minute or two-hour thing, but some of these I think are going to drag out, but, you know, whatever. All right. All right, so uh, coming up next from a friend of the show, Jason Klein. Follow him on Twitter at Team Klein, Team underscore Klein. Yeah. Says, not a question, which immediately, I guess, bars this from the discussion, but... I love it. I love it. Says not a question, but based on Facebook, I'd like to hear Rose do a solid five to ten rant on Crime Fighter. I'm not going to go the full five to ten. 
I don't know if my voice could take it, but I'm going to tell you guys this right now. I'm going to I'm going to let you take this one because yeah. you know a lot more than I do. You don't need to know shit about this guy. He's 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 the, the dirt worst type of person. Uh, Crime Fighter is a fucking nerd who used to run his own message board slash website thing. He would cover uh, independent wrestling in Central Illinois. His own rules for quote unquote his coverage area basically were at his own whims, which is all well and good. You can do that. My issue is when it comes out that he's uh, staunch, not advocate, the opposite of that. Uh, um, okay. He is firmly opposed to yeah. gay rights. Okay. So this yeah. guy used to hand out awards in the area for like match of the year, promo of the year, uh, what, what they call the next big thing in the area, the diamond in the rough. And it's like, hey man, like that's all well and good. You don't have to do it, but you know, cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like this fucking guy from day one, but he gave me promo of the year one year, and I had a show I had to come out to the ring and accept my promo of the year award, and keep in mind what this award is for. And I walked to the ring, grabbed the thing, and just said, thank you, into the mic and left. I uh, never was a fan. So then uh, I find out he's uh, not a supporter of gay marriage, and yep. uh, my bestest friend is uh, Matt Cage. Happens to be gay. Mm-hmm. This uh, sets me off. So I posted a big thing about it. I was like, hey, man, I don't want your fucking award. Uh, I'm breaking it, which I shattered it and threw it in the trash. Uh, I don't think anybody else should want them either. That's that. If you can explain to me why my friend doesn't have the same rights that you have, I'll happily apologize. He has at no point tried to explain this to me, uh, but has furthered his fucking bigotry. And any time that I have seen him at a show afterwards... One time he tried to shake my hand, and I just looked at his hand and looked at his face and walked away. I was like, fuck you. Eat eat absolute shit. Uh, I don't think I've hit the five-minute mark. I know I haven't hit the ten-minute one, but there's that. Um, if anybody listening to this is ever on a show with him, don't do business with him. Fuck him. Also, he he. I do know this, and I think we've mentioned this before, but it, it does bear repeating yeah. again because just, like, let's just, just fuck this guy. Um... He shows up, tries to film without people wanting this. Yeah, and then says, "Well, I pay. I, I filmed for you. I don't have to pay to get on the show or get get right. into the show. I don't have to pay." I'm that's that's you- the other thing. For a guy who says that he's a big supporter of wrestling, has never bought a ticket. Yeah, he won't go to a show if they make him if they want him to pay. Which that would be bad enough, but he talks over his footage, mm-hmm. like right into the into the microphone. Of the camera. It's fucking disgraceful. Which renders his footage useless. Completely. Unless you put uh, use it for a highlight reel and put music over it. But, who, uh, like, what's the point? I know I've talked to you, or told you the story. He once did a... He filmed a match that me and Cage had and provided his own quote-unquote commentary over it. He was talking about Raw 1000. <laughs> and if the draw would be hurt because Randy Orton was on the show, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Who Who is watching... Me versus Cage in a gymnasium in fuck all Illinois. Plus, the footage didn't even get posted until after Raw 1000. Yeah, yeah. Just a fucking idiotic, bigot piece of shit. He's got no style. He's got no taste. He's a fucking horse's ass. I hope he gets sick and never gets well. Alright. Uh, I love it. Next question comes to us from... Uh, at Hopper 2017. Ah, that guy sounds like a fucking idiot. Yeah. It says, what is the best thing that a promotion can do to get you to want to keep working for them? 
This is an excellent question. This is a fantastic question. Um, I can just say, like, uh, I'm gonna start off easy. Pay them. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, pay them. Yeah. Uh, my, I think mine's gonna be more of an umbrella thing that maybe covers that. Communication is key. Yeah. If I'm working for a promotion and yeah. they say, "Hey, we can pay you X amount of dollars," that's great. If they say, hey, here's what we're going to want to do with you, that's great. If they say, hey, we need you to do a promo, that's great. Hey, can you uh, get a carload together? Can you ride with this person? Just talk to us. Ask us, hey, what did you like about the show? What did you not like about the How was your match? What did you, you know? Yeah. The more promoters and I think promotions communicate with guys that work for them, the better the overall experience is going to be. I can hard agree on that, yeah. Like... Uh, I think, yeah. That's good. Next question comes to us from at Hopper2017. This idiot again? <laughs> Thoughts on six-sided rings? I can only assume he means in general, but yeah. Yeah. I... As a fan, it was right. neat, but I didn't really care for it. And I don't exactly know why. Yeah. I couldn't really tell you. Um, I can f- imagine working in them would be great. I don't have any experience in that, but I'll let you I'll, take I'll that. I'll get to that for a second. Yeah. Uh, I think from a fan's perspective, I actually dig it. Like, I know I talked about this on the previous episode when we talked about TNA. Like, the first time I ever saw one, it absolutely blew in my mind. Yeah. Uh, when was the first time you even saw one? It would have been TNA, but I don't even remember. Right. Did it, did it you, wasn't Do you know if it, like, like, registered with you big or what? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think huh. so. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I appreciate a six-sided ring. Uh, I think that... I think TNA getting rid of it was a gigantic mistake. That's probably fair. Yeah. I I think that that was something that made them immediately stand out as different. Yeah. And it was like... Because to me, I was like, if I'm a fucking... You know, just some dipshit, and I'm searching through the channels, right? Just channel surfing. And I see WWE, I'm like, oh yeah, that's pro wrestling. I go a few more clicks down the fucking list... And I see TNA in a normal ring. I'm like, oh, it's pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if you don't... Because how different is it, you know? But then if I'm scrolling in a CWD, it's like, oh, that's pro wrestling. And then if I'm scrolling, I see TNA in a six-side ring. It's like, wait, what the fuck is that thing? Because it looks almost like an octagon. Because people can't tell the difference between six and eight. Um, I, I think them getting rid of it was a gigantic fucking mistake. I, um, I can get behind that, yeah. I dig them visually. Having worked in several, uh, there's pros and cons. Uh, the ropes. Um, I actually like stiff ropes in wrestling rings. It helps me hit the ropes harder. And, it, it, you know, back in the day when I would do springboards, it helped me springboard. Yeah. You know, all that other shit. I think I I, I would definitely take tight ropes over loose ropes. Oh, yeah. got Yeah, got to. Loose ropes is is a fucking is is a is a hoodie without a string. It's mm-hmm. fucking it's dreck. Uh, I like that. I like that analogy. Um, the corners in six sided rings I like because the angle is more wide open. So as yeah. long as the turnbuckle pads are nice and you get whipped into the corners even hard, no, it's just like you're falling into nice comfy chairs. Like it, yeah. Uh, the bad part is, and I've never set one up and I've never tore one down. I can only imagine that's hell. Yeah. Um, 
I never even thought of that. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know how they work. I, I've always, I've only been on, a, I've been off eh, maybe a decent number of shows where we were in a six-sided ring. Somehow, always dodged that fucking bullet, bro. Uh, the bad thing about six-sided rings is that they bump like a goddamn sidewalk. Oof. It's 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 gnarly how fucking stiff they can be because there's more pieces. Yeah. So there's less give, you know. It's just yeah. Um, I had something and I totally forgot. Oh yeah, I'd I'd be interested to work in that two sided ring that mm-hmm. they had in Madagascar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my oh god. god! Is that uh, a two sided ring? That's again <laughs> just paparazzi productions with Kevin Nash, Alex. You know, I, it's so good. Well, for, first of all, yes. But you know what else? I'm honestly kind of surprised that wrestling hasn't gotten to the point where we're evolving, or not evolving, but maybe experimenting with a three-sided ring. That would be the worst. I would ha- that, It would be I, awful. It would be, be fucking worse. Di- I'm, I'm not saying I want this. Yeah, yeah, I'm I know, saying yeah, I'm know surprised saying. that it hasn't happened. Can you imagine taking the buckles in that? I, I, no, I can't. It would be <laughs> terrible. Uh, Ugh. <laughs> it's a right triangle. So the one is... <laughs> the one is 93. It's perfect. Right. And then the other the, two are just, 45. Just absolute <laughs> shit. Uh, that would be awful, dude. Let's see. Next question comes to us from at Hopper2017. God damn it. Says, what are we even doing? Um, You know, I think what we're doing is um, we are, we are, of course, the winners. Yes. So we are taking all. Yeah, yeah, we are the winners, we're, we're and, we, and we take all. I think that is what we're doing, right? Winners take all. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking remember. God damn it! I'm supposed to be uh, a podcast. That seems accurate to me. Uh, <sighs> anyway, yeah. Uh, Are you trying to, to to lose viewers? That was so long. No, sorry, I'm going down the list. Um, okay, so this is not a question, but it's worth sharing. This is from a dear friend of the show, Bucky Collins, aka Buck Nasty. Okay. Uh, this is a response to a thing about the Muppet Babies that I evidently stated on a previous episode. You said something about the Muppet Babies being your jam. It was on our Scooby-Doo episode. Okay, um, so Bucky says, True story about me and Muppet Babies. Growing up, my grandma adopted the name of Nanny for me to call her. When I started watching Muppet Babies and saw that they had a character named Nanny, but you only ever saw her legs, and she sounded very similar to my grandma. Because of these facts, I thought my grandma was shoot-in Muppet Babies for most of my childhood. Now. Amazing. Odd coincidence here, Buck Nasty. Mm. I had a grandmother that we also called Nanny. Yeah. Now, the reason for this is not nearly as complimentary as if you ever watch the Disney animated Peter Pan from, I think, the 60s. There's a dog that helps take care of the kids in said movie that is named Nanny. Okay. And because my grandmother was an elderly woman with a droopy face, as a very young child, I said, she looks like that dog from Peter Pan, Nanny. So, we called her Nanny. You need to stop. Uh, <laughs> scrolling through the list here. Da, 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 da. This, that, and the other. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, I'm getting more questions, I swear. 
Um, this is what happens when we give Tom technology. Just... <laughs> I'm kidding. Earlier today, I had to teach him how to <laughs> upload a video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Which is troubling because I've done it before, and I have no memory on how to do it. Hmm. Okay. That is troubling. Okay. Hang on. This is We're getting a lot. There. This is, this is, this episode is about to be like at least 10 to 15% okay. Hang okay, on. here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, question from, uh, who the fuck? Oh, at Hopper 2017. God. Who is the biggest real life villain in wrestling and why is it Hulk Hogan? A two-part question. I'm not even going to lie. That's... He's up there. <laughs> I think that the biggest real-life villain in wrestling is Kevin Sullivan. I he... knew you were going to say that, dude. Sullivan! My son! You suck! Um, <laughs> a question coming to us from Coin Jones. I'm going to call him a friend of the show. Don't know how, if that's true or not. Says... Why did Tom say such hateful things to have a 72-hour Facebook ban? Okay. <sighs> so, this is so funny, though. It is. In hindsight, at least for you. So, Coin be getting on some weird lunatic fringe website and making these own weird shirts. Yeah. I said, you shouldn't be allowed to do this. You're a <laughs> maniac. You should have your internet privileges revoked. Yeah. He decides to then make and promote a shirt that says, Shut the fuck up, Tom. Which made me laugh, because when he posted it on Facebook, the picture just said, The fuck. So then Casey, of all people, oh, that's right, Casey, says, I need one of these shirts like eight to ten years ago. Now I go to respond, and all I typed was, Shut the fuck up, Casey, you're a fucking dog. Yeah. Now that's true. Facebook immediately, immediately flags this as hate speech. Is it? Yeah, it fucking is. <laughs> yep. So then he got a 72-hour ban. So yeah. what was the question? What provoked you? What, why did Tom why, why say did... such hateful things to get a 72-hour Facebook? So now was... why did you say those hateful things? I, I was pissed, goddammit. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I... I... I don't remember who sent this question, but I got this question. Uh, any plans for a Tales of Casey Part 2? There's all... You know what? Let me put it on the fuckboard, because it's always been there. Yeah. Um, Tales of Casey. Um, there is always plans, because there are more Casey stories, and, and not only that, but he continues to produce more. Mm-hmm. The man cannot be stopped. It's a never-ending vicious cycle. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, next question comes to friend of the show and former co-host, uh, Meg. Mm. What past wrestling event do you wish you could have been in the crowd for? Bet you know what my guess or what my answer is. I I have no concept of no this. way out of four. Oh, Eddie winning the title. Yeah. Okay, of course. Um. You know what? Let's let's expand on this a little bit. Let's do like a top three, maybe a top five. Okay. So I uh, I'm gonna say I think. Uh, one night stand 05. Okay. I would have loved to have been in that audience for. We I I we covered it on the show or whatever, but yeah, like. Yeah. Despite the. 
low points of that show, that audience is feverishly hot. Yeah. Um. That. Uh, I have my top three. I love it. God damn it! I can't remember the exact show, but the Omega and Okada match where they go the hour draw. I would okay. love to in there for that. Um. I. I would have loved to have been at Mania 17. Okay. So that's three. I would have loved to have been there for Sean Taker. Okay. Well, uh, Mania 25. And then now you've given me... I four. said three or five. Oh. So that's, that's four. Uh, and if I gotta go with one more... I just like those like crowds that are just into shit. Yeah. Even, even if I myself am like not really liking the show. Uh, Joe versus Kobashi... If you've ever seen this, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, I'll show it to you when we get off the air, so to speak. Holy fuck. It's it's, it's that thing where it's like a small fucking venue. Uh, Ring of Honor, they didn't do commentary on it. Okay. It Because the it, it's just, on the DVD, it's just the match. And it's fucking incredible. Okay. So, yeah, I would, yeah, that's it. Interesting. So I'm going to have to try to think of... Um a couple more because I want to do five as well. Um, my my answers may surprise you. Okay. Um, I think maybe I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, Mania 17. Just get that out of the way because obviously. Right. Um, SummerSlam 2013. Just because oh, I feel like Punk I, and Brock, I want right? To. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just we did that. Want yeah. That. No way out of four. I already said. Right. Canadian Stampede, yeah, with that fucking yeah, because I, I feel like it would be unbelievable to be there. In sure, that crowd. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good pick. And then Mania Thirty because, goddamn, what what greater drain of emotion can you feel? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, good list. Canadian Stampede's a good pick. Uh, I'd forgotten that we did that on the show. We did, yeah. Um, let's see. I feel like Good being stuff. in that crowd would make me like that show. Canadian Stampede? Yeah. I thought you liked it. I might have liked it. Okay. I feel like but being it... in the crowd would make me love that show. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I don't remember. Next question comes to us from the appropriately named at Justin Isn't Funny. Wow. <laughs> he says, have you ever motorboated a butt? <laughs> no, I've not. This is an unfortunate tragedy in my life. Can't confirm. Uh, like I said, lonely, sad man. <laughs> uh, our next... I, I cannot confirm nor deny. Uh, hmm? In regards to my own motorboating of a butt. Um, what? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what I choose to answer with. Okay. Uh, next question comes to us from friend of the show, Bucky Collins. Yes. What are some non-wrestling influences that you incorporate into your work as a wrestler, as in movies, TV, people you know or grew up with? I I don't have that level of like character work yet. Mm-hmm. The inspiration from the character, however, which you helped me flesh out when I was like in thinking of it. Um, the inspiration was based on Red Dead Redemption Two. Because I mm-hmm. like the whole gunslinger thing, but I didn't want to go full cowboy with it. So right. you helped me work out like the more nuanced things of it. 
Um, that's literally. You've the also only got thing. like, uh, didn't you say Quicksilver from the X Men movies? Uh, was kind of a thing, or no? Was that, that just a discussion? It might have been just a discussion. I mean, that that works. That helps. I do love Quicksilver. Maybe um, a little bit of like uh, the underdog factor of Spider Man. Sure. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, subconsciously. Yeah. I know that's not a conscious decision, but you know. But as far as that goes, maybe that's that's about it. Besides non wrestling things, I've been big into thinking taking things from wrestling right now. Especially right. this is my like peak. Let me do this because I think it'd be cool. Right. Sort of thing. Uh, this is an excellent question for me. Uh, it kind of depends on like what stage of career life character I'm at. When yeah. I first started doing the Bitter Lunatic thing, uh, Jack Sparrow was a big influence on it. Uh, because okay. I Well, I, I really like the the way that, like... I like that first Pirates of the Caribbean movie a lot. Uh, the rest of them, I think, are just a, a steady increase of trash. Um, but uh, I remember when I was trying to come up with that Bitter Lunatic character, I was like, okay, I like that, like, in that first Pirates movie especially, you can tell that, like, there's something wrong with... Jack Sparrow, but you can't quite pinpoint what it is, so I I really liked that because it was like, I knew I wanted to do a character that was crazy, but I didn't want to do like uh, like something cartoon. I didn't want to be like the Tasmanian Devil, or you know, Woody Woodpecker, or something yeah, like that yeah, that's yeah. just like, woohoo! You know, or whatever like, look at me and I'm nuts! I was like the Jack Sparrow character, I was like, he's just off kilter. I always liked the way that like he would move on land as if he was on a boat. Mm-hmm. Like, he was always leaning and swaying as if he couldn't figure out that he was not at sea. Yeah. Uh, so, initially, like, when I would do promos, I was always kind of, like, leaning around okay. and, like, shifting on my feet. Uh, just because I thought it was, like, something where, again, you can't quite nail down what the fuck is wrong with this guy, but there's clearly something that's wrong with the guy. I like that. I like um, that. I, so far as, like... That was more like in the like physical mannerisms and stuff. Um, other sources that I had when I was uh, like kind of getting going with that gimmick and that character was uh, uh, as dumb as this is going to sound, Jigsaw from the Saw movie, because I would thought, okay, this guy is doing awful things, okay. but he truly thinks that he's doing something good and doing something right. Okay. So like the words and the promos I would cut back then were like really fucking brutal and mean, but they would always be like, but here's why I'm saying it, you know? Yeah. And, um, I liked that, and I always liked, uh, god damn it, uh, if you're listening to this, Bucky, you're probably the only person I know that's seen this movie. Twelve Monkeys. Uh, movie with Brad Pitt. Okay. It's a very bizarre thing. It's Brad Pitt and, uh, Bruce Willis. It's a bizarre movie, but the, the idea is, imagine if you were the only sane person on Earth. And everyone else was insane, but and and you know that you're the fucking the one that's right. And everyone else is wrong. Yeah, that would drive you insane. Yeah. So I always liked that, and so like I kind of blurred these things together uh, when I was coming with that character. So a little bit of Jack Sparrow, a little bit of Jigsaw, a little bit of Brad Pitt and Twelve Monkeys. That's interesting. I've actually never even thought of that. Yeah. 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 Um. Going past that. Uh, what the Christian Rose character is now, it's much more Dark Tower influence, but it's also, uh, so, so like the, the bad coyote thing. I like the idea of wrestlers thinking of their characters as, if you were an animal, what would you be? 
Okay. So the thing that I like about, like, the Coyote thing is it's, like, to me that matches. Because it's, like, if you think of, like, um, okay, so, like, a, a Stephen Wolf or a Davy Richards, right? Like, Davy Richards is the American Wolf, Stephen Wolf is Stephen Wolf. Yeah. Wolves are regarded as these, like, noble, intelligent creatures, and they hunt in packs and yeah, all this yeah. other stuff, and, you know, uh... Anytime that somebody has been like the blah 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 lion or whatever, it's like, well, lions are like the king of the jungle and shit. And like, rhino was a rhino, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and that made perfect sense. And I was like, well, coyotes aren't regarded well, so I was kind of like, well, this character now with me being like this like loathsome white trash, you know, alcoholic with a god complex type of thing. I like that. Yeah, that's what a coyote to me. That's what a coyote views itself as. Okay, if a coyote was a sentient creature. Yeah. So that's what I kind of liked. Plus, it's like they don't fight fair. They're yeah. not especially the biggest or fastest or whatever. They're just goddamn fucking mean, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, ben, uh, when Benoit was the rabid Wolverine, yeah, I was like that. That matches him perfectly because he's short, stout, and just fucking mean, vicious. Yeah. yeah. So, that was one... Um, now I gotta think of what animal I am. <laughs> to add to this, by the way, I remember I once uh, saw an interview where Randy Orton said that when he was doing... When he really leaned into the Viper thing, like, shaved head, Orton, like, probably, what was that? 08? 09? 09. Yeah. He actually rewatched Jurassic Park and studied the raptors. And the mm. way that they would move and carry themselves because his, his train of thought behind... And now that I've... If you go back and watch him from that time period with that information, you'll never not see it. Yeah. Uh, but his train of thought was, okay, I'm the Viper. I'm trying to be snake-like. However, I'm a bipedal man. Yeah. You, so that you, was the closest thing yeah. to, you know, you know, like, well, what would a snake be like if it had legs? Um, yeah, makes perfect sense. I, I love stuff like that. I love outside of wrestling influences on wrestling. Yeah. I like it. Sorry. It's neat. Real tirade there. I like it. This is a good combo. Uh, do, 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 do. Looking for these other questions. Oh. Uh, I don't follow enough to know this one, but uh, friend of the show, Mauve, says, Braden, why did you tell Corey Graves to tweet that? Oh, I have no... What did he tweet? I, I, I don't know. I'm immediately Googling this. We need to vamp. <laughs> Okay, then I'm going to ask another question that I can answer while you look this up. Mm. Friend of the show, Hopper2017, says, Tom, how did you go from bird to burly? Asking for a friend. Are you on the juice? Are you a gas head? You're on the, ga you're on the gas. You're a gas head. Uh, fun fact, I can honestly say I have never been on the gas. Uh, not because I don't want to or have any moral or, uh, objection to it. What does this look like? Anabolics? I, if, if I had, uh, had the money slash a good reputable hookup, I would have been on steroids ages ago. Uh, mm. to answer the question, um, uh, started eating a fuck ton of food and just lifting heavier weights. Uh, I have a YouTube channel that is the poorly named Buff Dudes. Uh, little oh. buff boys. Um, oh no, buff dude channel that I get most of my workout stuff from. Uh, Connor and I just try to have like a decent diet to counter out all of the uh, alcohol I drink. 
Um, and I believe in deadlifting. Deadlifting makes you big, in my opinion. Have you found this questionable tweet yet? So, there's a couple of them, I think, maybe. Oh, God. This is a whole chain, man. I'm not doing this. I'm going to pick the one that's not a chain. Okay. Because there's, there's one that's from two days ago, and I'm assuming he's not... He doesn't mean the one that's from one day ago. That's the gif of the grandpa from The Simpsons coming in, taking his hat off, doing a circle, grabbing his hat, and leaving again. Okay. With no words. In 2021, being engaged to an absolutely wildly talented, beautiful woman and talking about how amazingly beautiful and talented I think she is on TV because we work at the same place is somehow offensive to people on Twitter. Call me the troll buffet. What's the problem with this? I don't know. There's one... The one before... I don't know, man. <laughs> Responding to criticism about how I speak on TV about a character portrayed by my actual fiancé trumps any of your, quote, woke bullshit, but you do you. You're welcome for the vu- virtue of... Virtue... Fuck. You're welcome for the virtue signal boost. So is it a thing where people are mad because he's putting over Carmela? Maybe. On commentary? Yeah. Probably. And putting her over in the bedroom. Folks. That doesn't even make sense, honestly. I, I'm pretty I, sure I, he goes over. There. Oh! I'm, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. We're so, all winners. In regards uh, to the tweet, I told him to defend himself. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, here's a good one. Uh, from, uh, oh, who is this loser at Hopper 2017? God uh, damn it. Top guilty pleasure wrestlers. Okay. I've I got, think I know what I, yours is. I've got my first one I out of I think I know yours. Go ahead and guess what it is. one of yours. Uh, Mike Awesome? Goddamn right. Yeah. Mike Awesome is my first guilty pleasure wrestler. I don't think he was what I would call a good worker uh, or anything like that. But goddamn, if he's on, I'm watching. He, he is, to me, what the Road Warriors is to a lot of ignorant people. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Road know. Warriors. Broke. Mike Awesome. Woke. Uh, okay. I follow. I don't know that I have one of these. I get very angry about shit a lot. There's nobody that you watch and you're just kind of like, yeah, this isn't great, but like I'm there. <sighs> I don't know. It's hard for me to say. I mean, Mike Awesome's up there, but... He's not like I don't know. There's. I th- I also it's... think that like for me it it blends into like there's like I've talked about this before. There's movies that I like. Yeah. That I know are bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm, bro. You put that '98 Godzilla on. I'm I'm watching it. Okay. Okay. And I I, w- I will watch it and say this is stupid. Yeah. But I'm still what like Sandman. I'll put Sandman on there. Depending on who he's working with, you put a Sandman t- match on TV right now, I'm watching it. For for all of the worst fucking reasons. But I'm gonna look. Uh, okay, yeah. I get that. Um, it's the only one that's coming to my mind right now is Sabu. It is funny. It, funny. Fuck. It is fun to watch people go through tables. Yeah. Although he often fails. But it makes me so angry. I can't call that a guilty pleasure because I get no pleasure from it. I that. almost want to say Great Khali. He's, you know what? 
You know what, though? Because I know it ain't going to be good. But there's just something about watching everyone work around... Like, he might be my guilty pleasure from the worker's perspective. Yeah. Just to watch everyone... <laughs> just you know what, though? anything around him to, like, make whatever's happening palatable. Like, Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. God damn it. Like, I like watching Mike Awesome matches because I'm like, the someone's guy is, gonna die here. It, it's so physically impressive. And yeah, yeah someone's going to take some shit that I would have said no to. Yeah. Uh, if, and if, if, dude, if it's Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka. Always. Let's make some fucking popcorn. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not getting up, but like. Um, God, I don't know that I have anyone that I just, off the top of my head, it's like, you know what, I know I'm going to. This isn't going to be good, but I'll still enjoy watching it. Yeah. When I know it's not going to be good, oftentimes I'm very fucking angry. I know there's one out there. There's got to be. Off the top be. of my head, I I, I always I can't feel like with one. you, it's somebody who's just like needlessly stiff. So you can just be like, oh, not for me. Uh. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Maybe low key up there. All right. Because I I know I know, just the amount of, I know okay. I know his fucking pose that he does where he thinks he's a superhero, his needless, needly stiffness things, and I know that's going to be pissing me off. What are you talking about? Who? Loki. Oh, Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, it's kind of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I'll put that up there. Loki. Loki, Loki. Get it? Uh, next, yes. Very good. Uh, next question from some dipshit named at Hopper twenty seventeen. <laughs> Wrestlers people need to watch either more of or just watch. Period. Kind of like hidden gems or underrated wrestlers that you recommend people watch. For me, people need to watch more Canyon. Okay. Okay. Uh. So for me, I think that there's a I could I could give a good list of these because I think there's just yeah. a lot of guys because like. Now we're in 2021, there's a lot of guys that I think have already been forgotten about, If even though it wasn't maybe not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Young Kenta and Marafuji. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say most of 90s Japan. Uh, <laughs> there's so much good shit you could steal. Um, I'm going to throw uh, out one that, that's... Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I'm going to throw out one that's more obvious if you listen to our show. Yeah. But a lot of people dog on him, so fucking you need to watch Randy Orton for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. Um, a lot of people watch oh he's he's lazy he's boring. You're not watching the right things. No. You're especially not watching positioning for hard cam. Um, yeah. There's a guy named uh, god damn it Steve Gray. Okay. That people should fucking look up. Uh, holy shit. So good. Uh, Buzz Sawyer. Mm. I love watching clips of Buzz Sawyer. Um, let me think. More just forgotten fucking gems. Uh, if you're a fucking athletic flippity guy, Blitzkrieg. Okay. <coughs> um, that was that was a dude that was like, holy fuck. Uh, I'm gonna put Amazing Red out there. Yeah. I, I think that people don't realize how goddamn influential Amazing Red was. I tell you, I, I'll put one out there. There's this uh, footwork. Athleticism, strength, yep. yep, 
great Kali. He's got that in spades. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, there's a uh, maybe Casey. No, I'm kidding. God, no. I'm kidding. Um, you Did can you learn see- from Casey, but you gotta just you're learning what not to do. Did you see Casey's last match? No. I hope I did. <laughs> Got you again, you motherfucker. It's, it's <laughs> still it's still such a good fucking uh, joke. <laughs> um Let me think. I'm trying to think of other just forgotten gems of guys. Uh well, Alex Shelley, I, and he's having like kind of a real big resurgence right now. Yes. So I think that's kind of a like See, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to like, come across as, "Hey, I'm I'm really into Alex Shelley right now." Well, it's a thing where it's like he was a little bit off the grid for a number of years. Yeah. But now he he's like IWTV champion right now. Yeah. So, I feel weird saying that, but like you know, go back and watch some of that shit from like the early to mid aughts, you know? Um That's one. Uh I'm always going to say Johnny Saint is a guy that people should watch and steal from. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kawada. More people need to fucking work like Kawada. All right. He's just the meanest motherfucker. I don't want to be mean. <coughs> okay. Um, next question. From friend of the show, Pocket Volcano. I hope it's not anything about a solid rod and or white meat porking. Can't promise that. So this is a two-part. Okay. Part number one. Can Braden please, for the love of any or all deities, stop all references to hog, pork, dick, etc.? Well, I, I talked about my knob earlier. Isn't it? Can I answer this one for you? Okay, sure. No! <laughs> uh, I'm so glad that that's what you said. <laughs> also, next question for funsies. Give me each of your top five favorite female wrestlers. Notice... Faves, not best, and this is not restricted to WWE. Okay. Mine are probably mostly, if not all, going to be there because that's what I have. Mine, mine for the most part, are too. There's yeah. there's women from Japan that, like, I do enjoy, but I'm not familiar enough with all of their work to, like, put them on the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all right. You, you first, sir. Well, me first? Shit. Yeah, sure. Shit. Oh, God. Oh, um, no. Um, oh, God. Uh, oh. 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 Um... Oh, now if you're going to answer this question. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. All right, so I'm going to start off easy. Becky Lynch. I've always been okay. a huge fan of Becky Lynch. Sure. Even before she was, like, the biggest thing in women's wrestling. Right. Um, uh, Paige, again, always been a huge fan. Um, uh, Ruby Soho. Yeah. Uh, always. In the great. Even in the Dreamwave days. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, come on, man. Uh, Give it to me. What are you looking Telepathically. at Telepathically. I don't know. Telepathically. I'm drawing a blank here, bro. What are we doing here? What I, are we even doing? Uh, I, uh, you're struggling to answer a question, that's what. Uh, you're damn right. Oh, you know what? Io oh. Shirai. Yeah, she's Fuck, really yeah. fucking awesome. Like... Dark yeah. Horse candidate for my fifth one. Okay. Billy Starks. Yeah. I absolutely yeah, fuck yeah, Billy Starks. watching Dude, her wrestle. Billy Billy Starks was better before she could drive a fucking car than like most women that have been in for like ages. Just the antithesis of a prodigy. Just and just Wait, so I thought antithesis means opposite. The the let me look it up. 
If so, I've been wrong my whole life. I gotta go back and write Holy some shit, wrongs. you gotta undo some things? I gotta undo some shit, dude. I'm not... I'm pretty sure antithesis does mean opposite. So the opposite of a prodigy would be, like, okay, an old idiot. So, um... The... The... Shut up. Just the absolute uh, embodiment of there a prodigy. That's what you're looking for. Yes, yes. How did I fuck that... Guys, I got some phone calls to make. I love it. I fucking <laughs> love it. Also... I don't know if it went. It has the word about, "anti" in it. What am I talking about? But the phrase. I, <laughs> I, th- <laughs> the word is antithesis. I thought antichrist was the one we should worship. Uh, well, it is. You see, no. Oh man. Um. So, yeah, I got some phone calls to make. I thought the antihero was the good guy. Uh. I don't even know what I was thinking when I said that. I thought anti-establishment supported the establishment. Listen, Tom, I know I was wrong, dickass. <laughs> Billy Starks uh, is a prodigy. That is correct. She is the perfect embodiment of the prodigy. Uh, oh, by the, just the phrase, the antithesis of a prodigy, which to me would then be an, old, an old idiot. Yes, Casey. God Okay. Incredible. I love it. I fucking I love understand it. that I was wrong in my wording. It's fixed. That's all good. Uh, okay, so... Just like my dog. I don't know why I went there. I, I don't know why I went there. I feel like my hole is getting d- uh, deeper. Can you... And I don't want to... Not, not that hole. God damn it. Would you like me to answer the question <laughs> Go now? Go ahead. Tristratus. Mm-hmm. Lita. Mm-hmm. Victoria. Okay. Molly Holly. Okay. Ivory. All right. Uh, honorable mention to Jacqueline. Okay. And uh, I'm going to put China on the list just because there was always something, like, fun to watch with her. Like, even if the matches themselves weren't good, uh, whether she was working with men or women, but there was just something to me that... I hate the phrase, it factor. Yeah. But especially, like, at that time, she definitely had it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what word I was thinking. And that's and, I, and, I don't, and it's going to infuriate me. Embodiment. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, I think I was thinking a different word that's very similar to it, but I don't even know what that would be. I'm going to forget idea. about it now. Good idea. Um, mm. Pardon me. Uh... Question from friend of the show, I guess, I guess, friend of the show, Coin Jones. Did you know Britt Baker's a dentist? I've run some trials. Of course, in and in 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 and in and out of boss time, uh, both Sasha Banks and Spike Dudley variants. Mm-hmm. Several trials. Yeah, and I have concluded that the winner takes all. Oh, okay. And that uh, Britt Baker is, in fact, a dentist. I didn't know that. Uh, unconfirmed. Um, I'm going I'm to keep bringing winner takes all. That, that's going to yes. keep coming back. Next question is from a uh, friend of the show, uh, Pemberton, otherwise known as JP. Yeah. He says, he asks, I'm sorry, first of all, how dare you? Well, I dare, my um, good man. How and da- I also how, truth. How dare I? Carefully. Yes. Uh, next question. That's the whole question? Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question comes to us from friend of the show, Floyd, who says, 
I just heard a marching band play the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Has Tom ever told the story of how a bluegrass band played it in the middle of one of his matches to give him the strength to beat Blake Reed? This sounds like an impossible story. Oh, this is very possible. And if uh, you think it's stupid, well, buckle up, buckaroo, because I got some time. Once upon a time, having a match against my then arch-nemesis, Blake Reed. Mm-hmm. Herein lies the shit. Now, I want to make this very clear. At this point, we're both in our first year, year and a half. We ain't good. Okay. We are trying, but we ain't good. Okay. Get to a show. We have had a number of gimmick matches against each other. And we're stupid. So we think we should have continuity. Even though these shows are 100 miles apart from each other and a month apart and, you know, whatever. Like, the carryover... Crossover fans are nil, right? Yeah. Show up. You guys are going to have an Iron Man match. And I go, oh my god, what? Because I'm thinking, I know we're not doing the hour. Yeah. I mean, that never crossed my mind. So I'm like, holy shit, a half hour? What? Well, you're having an Iron Man match because the show's in this gymnasium. And I got the scoreboard up so we can use the the clock on it. I go, okay. That seems like a weird, like, why? I don't know. (laughs) So, this only gets worse. Okay. Well, you're not doing 30 minutes, obviously. And it's like, that's obvious, I guess. All right, whatever. Which We, we couldn't have done that and done it well. I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this from, like, my perspective at this time. Yeah. 15 minute. Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. 10 minute Iron Man match. And I go, bro, we've had 20 minute matches. You got to give us more time. If we're going to do an Iron Man match, you got to give us some more time. We end up doing, uh, I believe it was 15 Okay. So I'm like, God damn it, this is stupid. 15 minute match, Iron Man rules, whatever. What? Fuck it. So me and Blake talk some shit out, and we decide, okay, he's up 2 to 1. Okay. This seems reasonable. Now, comes the shit. Okay. At the time, my friend Blake Reed is doing a Canadian gimmick. Alright. And he's not Canadian. He's never been to Canada. Yeah. I don't think he's been within 500 fucking miles of Canada. (laughs) It's just a fucking gimmick. So this old bitch... I'm sorry. This old bastard who's refereeing for some of the show and is a tie-in to get us the venue... I remember this part of the story. ...is fervently angry. And here's the thing. He's refing on the show so he knows... like. Yeah. He's in the locker room. Yeah. He sees Blake Reed planning spots with me. Yeah. But he still thinks that this is real. Blake even tells him, bro, I'm from Chicago. I don't know why you're so mad at me or whatever. And I was like, I just don't like this anti-America thing. America, America, America. And he's like, bro, I'm, I'm not... You know what I mean? It's like, and all he was doing for this gimmick, by the way, was wearing like red and white gear. I think he had Maple Leafs on his knee pads and he would come out with a Canadian flag. Yeah. That's it. That is it. That's all that it is. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing to this. It's just cheap, stupid heat. We're not good wrestlers. We're a year in, whatever. Yeah. So the guy who is our referee, who looked like a poor man's Jim Cornette, we go to tell him, "Hey, these are our finishes. These are our falls." And he goes, "Oh, boys, I've been working for you know so many years. I I just call it as it is." All right, I guess. So I'm thinking, all right, well, 
no big deal, right? Like, I, I don't remember the exact falls, but yeah. it was like, there's a pin and a submission, and then whatever else. I kick out, who cares? You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, oh, fine, yeah, yeah. fine. The guy says he knows what he's doing. We get in the ring, and we're doing this match. By the way, there's, like, nobody there. This is this. The show is in Amish country. Yeah. They're having a fucking cheese festival that day. Hell yeah, None of this is dude. good. Like, it's just fucking awful. Anyways, this guy, this referee, so there's he had no cadence to his counts, right? Yeah. And keep in mind, I'm green as fuck. Blake Reed's green as fuck. You know, so this is a fucking shit show on wheels, right? No cadence to his count. He fucked up so many of these fucking finishes because we're still getting two counts and trying to kick out. Yeah. The end result of this. It was supposed to be two to one. It was supposed to be two to one. Yep. In this 15-minute match. Yeah. Seven to five. Unbelievable. Seven to five. So not only are there 12 falls in this like 15-minute match. By the way, I keep saying 15. It may have actually been 20. We may have fought and got 20. Okay. This part I can't quite remember. But I'm telling you, I know it was seven to five. Because the heel won by two. And here's the reason. Body slam. Hooks the leg. One. Two, three. It's like, wait, what? That was three. What the fuck? So then I'm like, okay, this guy counts fast. Whatever, whatever. Suplex. Hook the leg. One. Two. All over the place with his fucking counts. Uh, well, we're not fucking good. We don't know how to call anything on the flight. And plus, what do you do at this point, right? Now, here's where it gets even worse. At some point, there was a live band in the building because they were, like, setting up for whatever reason, right? Okay. Old boy who is so mad that Blake Reed is all anti-America decides, I'll show you. So at some point, Blake's got me in a hold. Okay? And I start fighting out of it. Yeah. Now, as I'm fighting out of this hold, old dude had gone to the band and asked them to play something patriotic. Thinking, I don't know, the Star Spangled Banner or something, right? They played the Battle Hymn of the Republic, which is not a rousing song. And I don't know, I don't understand why. So I'm in the ring. This has already gone tits up. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at this point it's like six to two or something. Like, I got a fucking amount of comeback here. You know, whatever. And I'm just fucking talk, like doing whatever. And I hear this fucking band play. And I just remember I was so like, what the ever-living fuck is happening now? The match ends. We go to the back. Blake's fucking pissed. I'm fucking pissed. I get back there, and this old fucking dude is like, yeah, I really showed you to Blake Reed, who's like screaming at him, like, what the fuck are you doing? I go up, and like, I'm like young and stupid, and I'm all pissed off and hopped up or whatever. I fucking like grab this dude and I go, what the fuck are you doing, you idiot? And he's like, well, I'm trying to help. And I go, how? How did that help anything? And he's like, well, he's out here talking trash about America. And I go, you're an idiotic motherfucker. <laughs> and just, I, I lost my fucking shit. I was so goddamn mad. Like, I, I've, 
only ever really thought about quitting wrestling after a show once, and it is amazing that that's not the time. <laughs> like, did you it, say anything to the referee that you had? That was like, oh yeah, place. Oh yeah, I was like, dude, what's it? I was like, well, you either kicked out or you didn't, and I go. And that was it. I I didn't. You know what I mean? That was one where I was already so wound up, wound up, and fucking just furious that I was like, I can't even talk to you, Brad. You fucking suck. He's just a fucking goddamn it. I hope he's in the dirt. All right. Amazing. Uh, next question comes to us from a friend of the show, Bailey Bright. Oh, okay. What's more important to you in a promotion? Good storylines or production value? Assuming that the wrestling is good either way. I'm going to go... Um, okay, so... This is we, tough. We, we appreciate a good story here, right? Yeah, yeah. But let's look at PWG. Sure. That's... I mean... Yeah. You can't argue the success there. Right. And it's all just matches. With right. Minimal good, stories, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't argue that success. You know, it, it's it's it is really hard. You can argue, you can make a case for either one. Mm-hmm. Um unfortunately, I feel like people no matter how good the stories are are not going to watch or invest or get invested in a product if the production value is not up to a certain standard. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I think I agree. Yeah. So I would um, say overall if you had to pick one. To me if there if we're assuming the wrestling is good either way, if you had to pick one over the other, I would go with production value. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Uh for me, if the wrestling is good so like I'm going to a place to work, right, and I know I'm gonna have good matches, like I know the wrestling's gonna be good. Yep. If the production value is good, even if the creative doesn't make sense, I think I leave there feeling better because, similar to what you said about, um, yeah, similar to to what you said about, like, uh, PWG, Yeah, if you go to a show and the live crowd is regulars, if the storylines aren't good, they're still going to be there. Yeah, you know, if if they're regulars, right? And if the production is good and the wrestling is good, they're still going to respond and react and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the artist in me is always going to say storyline. I, I we love a good storyline, of course. Yeah, like, something to sink your teeth into. That's something that I definitely picked up more from you. Like yeah. I, before, it was I was before I was like in wrestling or even like learning in wrestling. I was big into, like, let's do all the fucking flips. Right. And all the moves. Yeah. And, like, storytelling and all that shit is something I've definitely picked up from you, but uh, it's a really tough case there. I think as an artist, I prefer the storyline thing. Yeah. But honestly, as a, a what I'm going to call a worker and a professional, Yeah. as long as the wrestling is good, give me that production value. Yeah. Um, That's a tough one to pick. That is an excellent question. That's excellent a tough question. one to pick. Uh, our next question also comes from Bailey Bright. Mm. I hope this question sucks. <laughs> I'm kidding, that was so <laughs> he mean. He says, should you morally sleep with socks on? 
And the answer is no. All right. Fuck you, dude. Bear the fuck feet My when you get in your bed. My feet get cold. The blanket doesn't... It, it doesn't hug my feet enough. Your fucking piss-poor circulation is not my concern. All right. Whoa! Also... Hold on! Your fucking blanket doesn't hug your feet enough? Get a better blanket. I need... No, I need, you like... You wrap yourself need... into a fucking burrito. A delicious blanky cocoon. Enough. All enough? Right? Yeah. Enough. Do you... What do you... Do you... Be over Hold here on. sleeping with socks on telling me, me, me enough. Yeah, enough. <laughs> fucking serial killer. Are you kidding me right now, dude? Mm-hmm. I will serially kill you. Then I will die proving my point, and I'll die with my socks off in my bed. Okay, do you have a problem with me sleeping with a body pillow? No. Not don't confront me. Okay, good. Wait, okay, hold on. What? And sleeping with socks on confronts you? Yeah, it does. What? How? It's How? expensive. You, if it's uncouth. I, okay. Against God. Okay. <laughs> against God? You heard me. Good. But You're beyond going to that, hell, not me. That's fine. Is it, though? Yeah. Yeah, you sleep or, with your socks on in hell. I'll be drinking Tennessee whiskey all day long. Because oh, hell, uh, hell is where the party is. Hold on, I'm not done yet for a second. Okay, if right. I had never told you, yeah. you'd have never known. Not one. Un- you can't. Until, you cannot. Okay. Un- you until can- I eventually see your feet with socks on when you're asleep. Okay. Regardless, the point is. Let your feet breathe, bro. Hold They're on. They're gonna stink. They're gonna fucking hold stink. on. They're gonna get a fungus. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just propose this for you, right? Propose. You look at a person. I'm looking. You cannot. Okay. By by looking at or talking to, mm-hmm. unless the subject is broached. Sure. You cannot tell whether or not they sleep with socks on. Okay. It has nothing to do with the person. So, I have no idea how you think this confronts you. If I look at a person, I can't tell if they've ever, I don't know, committed a war crime before. But once sure. I But once I know, that confronts me. And we all know that sleeping with your socks on the bed is in fact a war crime, as defined by the Geneva Convention. Tom, I'm going to stomp very hard <laughs> on your left foot. Don't do that. I can't feel it. Uh, well, then your right foot. Don't do that. I can feel it. Uh, next question. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, have you ever thought of doing a review of the first ever TNA? It's pretty hilarious and entertaining. I don't even know how I'd find it. I don't know either. Should I put it on the fuckboard? Maybe tentatively? Like, put it on with a... a an asterisk. A, a, yeah, an asterisk. Uh, would it be a... It, it would have been a weekly... It would have been a weekly show. I think that was when they filmed, like, four episodes at a time. I think I've seen clips of it, but I've never seen the full thing. Um, yeah, we'd have to find it, well, to be honest piss. with you. And I, I mean, I would absolutely... Do that. Turns I out I struggle insane. to write an asterisk. Well, that's fine. Uh, would you be down for that though, if we could find it? Yeah, I feel like it'd be interesting. <coughs> I like. I'm a big. I'm big on first evers. I yeah, think it's neat to see where a thing started. Mm. <sighs> um. Okay. Next question comes to us from. Oh, uh, at save us B A. Barry, aka Bartholomew. Okay. It says, uh, 
As someone who loves it when Rose goes on movie side tangents, I'd like to hear your guys' five favorite movies. Oh, mine are going to be Marvel. <laughs> I was about to say yours are going to be a, a four, a top four, and an undecided. I feel like you've only seen four movies. Uh, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> are you shitting me right now? Okay. Uh, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go <coughs> first because I feel like mine are going to be um, less interesting. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, ooh, you know what? There are going to be some wild cards in here. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, fucking Endgame because obviously... Okay. I, I can't I I'm not gonna save that for last because right. everyone fucking knows. Um, man, this is fucking hard. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna throw in a bunch of wild cards of movies that I fucking love. Hot Rod. Uh-huh. I love that. That movie. movie's funny as fuck. I love it. Um, Tremors. There we go. There's three. Fuck yeah. Um, Unhinged. <laughs> because that movie fucking rules. Um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Because I'm a spider mark. I'm surprised the uh, Age of Ultron's not on your list. Age of Ultron's up there. Yeah. You know what? I liked that movie a lot more for Ultron. Yeah. I. You know what? I'll tell you this much, and I know we've talked about this before. I think Thanos is the best Marvel villain. Yeah. I think Ultron is my favorite. That's fair. I can I can never Ultron. argue somebody's favorite. Uh I mean I can. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyway. Uh okay, so for me my my favorite movie of all time is Jaws. My second favorite with and I'm talking this is a narrow margin here is Jurassic Park. Yeah. Past that, I go Tremors. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Top. That's top three for me. If you guys are noticing a trend, I like big monster animal things eating people. Uh, that's three. Now for a hard shift of gears here. Uh, my top four is uh, The Prestige. Mm. Uh, I I fucking love that movie. God damn it. It's so good. It's so smart. Uh, I think that there's a... There, there's the top. It's, it's got what I call the layered psychology, where okay. the top layer is the story of the movie, the second layer is the psychology of the movie. I think that the third layer of the prestige is about obsession, mm. obsession slash dedication. I think it's about the difference. I think it's about the thin line between dedication and obsession, because I think that people can become so dedicated to something that they're passionate about that it becomes an obsession. I think it's about all three of these things, really. Like, passion, okay. passion, dedication, and obsession. And how you can go too far with something that seems so good, right? Like, if you say, yeah. oh, I'm passionate about something, that sounds, you know, noble and, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, my number five on my top five is uh, The Grey. Mm. Starring Liam Neeson and a bunch of fucking wolves. Uh, that's a movie that I think gets no credit and it really fucking should because I think that people, I, I think that people just think it's Liam Neeson. I think they just think that it's Taken, but with wolves. I think they just think that it's Liam Neeson fist fighting wolves, yeah. and uh, it's not. It's it's so much more than that. It's much deeper. Um, I recommended it to a friend of mine uh, about a year ago, and uh, it's like, hey, I'm gonna watch The Gray. 
I was like, fuck yeah, awesome, let me know what you think. And uh, they got back to me later that day and said, that might be the most depressing movie I've ever seen. Mm. And I was like, like, we ended up having like a really good discussion. I was like, it's interesting that like that can be the takeaway from it because I don't take it that way, but I can completely understand somebody watching it and just being like, wow, yeah. that's a uh, downer as fuck. And it's so weird to say because if you're just if you're just watching it and not paying attention, it's Liam Neeson fighting wolves. Uh, but okay. I, I think that there's a much, much deeper meaning to it. Um, That's the problem, man. I, I don't... I want to watch movies. Yeah. But I don't want to watch movies. You know what I mean? There's like I, a thin I line think, here. <laughs> I think that... Knowing you as well as I do, I think that if you know... Like, if I recommend a match to you and I tell you there's a story to it, yeah. I know you well enough to know that like you can watch it and you can find the story to it. So I know that if I... I gave you a copy of The Grey, I think. I, yeah, I, I do have it. So if I were to be like, hey, this is the, the top layer, right? This is your good guy versus bad guy. It's Liam yeah. Neeson, you know, punching wolves. Um, I don't think he actually does punch a wolf, but you know what I mean? Like, I was really looking forward to that. Now maybe I don't he does, and I just no, can't quite remember. Uh, but you know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, this is your top yeah. layer, but the you know, to me there's layers about it where it's like, you know, uh, existential crisis, asking God for help, you know, admitting the inevitability of death. Uh, yeah, how is it best to, for a man to meet his end? Like, Yeesh. you know, there, there, there's yeah. a lot to that movie that I think that people just don't give it any fucking props for because it's, yeah, wolves. Yeah. Uh, next question comes to us from uh, Bucky Collins. Yes, says who is an unsuccessful wrestler from the past. That would be successful today. There's so many of them. Give There's us a couple. So many of them. Um, a lot of the women's wrestlers back then. Like, I mean, you can pretty much you, you pretty can, much can, the entire top have, five. Yeah, the entire top five that I listed. Yeah, like you can argue if they, were they to, had some degree of success, but not to the level that they would. If imagine they Victoria in her prime working now. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jacqueline in her prime working now. Ivory in her prime working now. Molly Holly in her prime working yeah. now. Of course, yeah, they made it to the WWE. They had jobs, you know. Sure. Like they were on TV, you know. But, man, the fucking success they would have now. Goddamn. That's an excellent point. Prime um, Prime Victoria versus Charlotte would be something I would like to watch. Victoria is strong as fuck. Yeah. Uh, um, that's a really good answer. And not one I would have thought of. Um... One, okay, it's weird for me because you, you kind of touch on this, right? Yeah. The the definition of, you know, success. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of my answers here are guys that I think it could be said, well, they were successful. Yeah. But maybe they just didn't get to the heights that they would have because of the time frame they were in. Yep. Uh, Kid Cash is mm-hmm. going to go on my list. I think that prime Kid Cash on the Independence or AEW now would be something wild. Um, Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble's another Good one. Guy, yeah. uh, I, I think that prime Jamie Noble, if, if Jamie Noble had been born about 12 or 14 years later, he'd, yeah, he'd be on TV every fucking Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to say... 
Uh, okay, so this is a, a bizarre pick, but just hear me out. Matt Bourne, who was the original Doink the Clown. Okay. I think that that guy was very much ahead of his time so far as like what that character could, should, would be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was also riddled with like a lot of like personal problems and shit like that. But like, yeah, uh, that's one. Um, Dan Spivey specifically with the Waylon Mercy character. Yeah. Um, now, granted, again, it can be argued Dan Spivey was successful, but you know, lives are gonna be in Waylon Mercy's hands. No, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Um, Fuck, man. There's, there's. A I'd good go ahead room. and say. Again, this is going to go more towards. Well, you could argue they were successful. Sure. Scotty Too Hotty. Yeah. Like that character now would be fucking. Goddamn! Imagine him in in Orange Cassidy in a team or Give against it. each other. Just Why not? Fucking, you know Why what I mean? By the way, he's uh he's taking bookings. Scotty Too Hotty. Yeah. He, Fuck he's, he yeah. is he is officially, uh, left. Uh, WWE. He's been a coach at yeah, NXT yeah, yeah. for like for ages now. Uh, put in his notice that he's leaving. He put out a thing. He said that, he's like, I want to wrestle and have fun. Leah, well, come on. One of, the, <laughs> one of the things on his list that blew my mind. It said, finally wrestle in Mexico. How the fuck has that guy never worked in Mexico? Holy shit! That shocks the fuck out of me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Scotty Tuhati versus fucking Orange Cassidy. Yeah, dude, fucking. Um, that, I, I would argue that's a good pick. Like, and again, like success is pretty subjective. Yeah, you know. Um, I think I'm arguing more for they would be more successful now, less than like sure, sure. successful at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Awesome, I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah, uh, my dude. Imagine a guy that big, that athletic, right now. Well, I mean, kind of dropped the ball with Keith Lee. That's kind of the closest we've gotten. Sure, but I mean, like, imagine GCW yeah. being able to book prime Mike Awesome. Oh, yeah. I t- Mike Awesome versus Shane Mercer. You know what I mean? I'm talking like you 99 Mike Awesome. Stop telling me things awesome. that won't happen <laughs> I'm just getting sad. Um, oh, my God. there's so See, there's so many of these that we can argue for. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw out some, one from, question. from uh, Can- uh, Connor Canyon. Go ahead. Yeah, Canyon. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, um, yeah, good, Ernest good. the Cat Miller, dude. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's a good question. We, can, I feel like we could go on that one for ages. Yeah, that's that's an excellent question. Uh, next up, we've got multiple part question from <laughs> friend of the show, Coin Jones. Mm. Part one. How big is it? That's for both of you. Aggressively I, I, average. I don't. I don't. Well, uh, I don't. I don't need to answer that. Number two, with Tom nearing the age of seventy-three, how long is he going to take spots away from much younger wrestlers? Uh, until I fucking choose not to. Fuck him. He is the Brock Lesnar of Zawa. <laughs> uh, part three. When am I coming back? Never now, you fucking disgraceful bitch. Tom, uh, when are you gonna grow out your beard and and like real long and then and have a uh, have dude, it tied back into a ponytail? I have thought about it. trying to go a year without cutting my hair. You yeah, you mentioned that. Why though? I don't I know. ask. Okay. I've never grown my hair out long. I just I don't know. Um, I thought you did, and then you not, said it, you, 
what I would call long. No. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and then he then says, uh, I know you said three, but here's a fourth. How are you guys doing mentally? I hope you all take some time for yourselves. I'm actually like nice little closer on your bullshit yeah, fucking that was a lot of, thing That there, was a lot of attacks and then yeah. very nice at the end. Way, way to wrap it up with a little bow. I'm fine. Yeah, I, I, I've been better. I went through a little bit of a thing where I was just like, yeah, I don't really want to leave my house anymore. And that was kind of sad. But I think I'm coming out of that a bit. That's good. So, better than I was a couple weeks ago. I... That's good to hear. Um, I have wired myself to a point where all I want to do is take one day and not do anything. Yeah. I don't want to leave my house. Mm -hmm. I just want to eat and watch TV for like 24 consecutive hours. But I have wired myself to where if I waste time, yeah. I beat myself up over it. Yeah. I'm like, I could have done this, I could have done that, I could have done this, I could have done that. And even if I were to be like, hey, I'm going to get somebody to cover one of my shifts next week. And I'm going to take a day to myself. And all I'm going to do is what I want to do. And I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch five movies in a day. Yeah, and just fucking chill on my couch and drink and eat snacks, which right now just saying it out loud, god damn it, just for me sounds like such a fucking dream. Yeah, and if I were to do that the next day, I would just beat the ever living shit out of myself mentally to be like, you had a full fucking day and you didn't do anything, you lazy piece of shit. I see. Like, I feel like I've taken such pride in being a guy that pat myself on the back here works hard I do work yeah that now I don't know how to not work like I'm That's at my job yeah. all the fucking time I'm I'm at the gym I'm at shows I'm doing this fucking podcast I love doing this podcast I don't know why I said <laughs> it that way but like yeah I, I, I feel I, I want to be able to take a fucking break and not feel bad about it yeah so to answer your that. question coin that's where I'm at mentally um, I realized there was a couple, it was, it was a couple weeks ago, like I said, I'm doing slightly better, which is great. Um, there was a couple weeks ago where I realized, like, it was like the first time I realized, I was like, I think this is what depression feels like. That's yeah. neat. Um, I realized, I was like, past couple days I've been making excuses to cancel plans because I don't want to leave my house. Right. And then I was like, no, f fucking leave your house. Don't cancel these plans. Go. Good. And then I finally forced myself to leave my house. And that was like a... It was a weird experience. Yeah. Because I'd never felt that way before. Hmm. But it was nice to finally force myself to do something and leave my goddamn house for something that wasn't wrestling or work. Mm. And just hang out with people. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Our next question comes to us from friend of the show, Shane. Shane Show. Yeah. At Shane the Show on Twitter. He says, if you could bring back one wrestling promotion that is no longer going, which one would you bring back and why? Can I preemptively say Ring of Honor? Sure. Yeah, you can go, you can go ahead and say that if you wanted to. I, I, I may it's, that it's, may be my answer. It's go, hard go for ahead. me to say because the ones that come to my mind immediately. Yeah. ECW. Sure. WCW. Right. 
You don't care for either. Neither of those should have been a thing at all. <laughs> you would... <laughs> uh... I said that I, I worded it that way you, just to get you, your crop. You rat bastard. Um, but no, I I don't care for either of those. So it it is a harder question than it's it's we- in the right circumstances. I would say ECW, but honestly, the reason I'm not saying that is WWE ECW kind of put a fucking sour taste in my mouth for the idea of bringing it back. That and GCW is kind of doing a. Uh, they're they're getting to that yeah, point. Yeah. So that's a neat thing. Um Running the Hammerstein, fuck yeah, good for them. Fuck yeah. That's man. awesome. Um This might be a cop out answer, but I don't care. TNA. Now, I mean total nonstop action, not whatever the fuck impact is. You know what would be a good fucking answer? Hmm. Dreamwave. God <laughs> I can't believe that neither of us said that immediately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go ahead and say Dreamwave. Because I want to fucking work there. Uh, good shit, good shit. Um, friend of the show, Bucky Collins, asked, Favorite show you have covered on the pod so far? This is a great question. And I thought about this at work today, because I saw it, and uh, I was like, well, I didn't mean to see this until we were recording, but fuck it. What's yours? I've been thinking about this, and I'm, and I'm... And it's so hard for me because I've started liking the shows that we cover on the show more. Right. Based on how good the episode is. Sure. <laughs> so I I can easily say, dude, SummerSlam 2013 is such right, a good right, show. Right, right, Which it is. It's yeah. a fantastic show. But the fucking, I feel like show episodes like the Fall Brawl 95. Yeah. It's just such a good episode. Right. That it but makes you, me it, like the show more. But, but I'm going to go ahead and You're not going to go back and rewatch oh, that of course, show. Of course. I'm going to go ahead and take the first criteria, which okay. is a show that we have covered that the show itself I fucking love. Um, I might have to say... Hmm, this is way hard... I might have to say WrestleMania 30, because that's a pretty top-to-bottom fucking awesome. It is great. Um, it's just really long. This is a as tough one, but goes. I'm I'm going to go with the one that I remember coming into loving and still leaving loving, Rumble 2000. Yeah, because I know I, I go on and on on the, that how much I fucking love that show. Yeah, um, Rumble 2000, SummerSlam 2013 is up there for me yeah, as well. That's up there for but me. But sometimes, even after having covered it on the show, I wonder if it's a blinded by Gaspacho bl- and by, Punk. Yeah. Even yeah. even though like the main event is great, like there's so much good shit on it, but it's like, is it just that I love this one match so much? You know, that's um, kind of like the problem with my format at the beginning. Like answering right. this question with the format, like I want to say No Way Out of Four, but it really is just that that that. You know what? Um, no Way Out of Three is up there, right? Is that? Is that Big Show and Brock in the stretcher match? No. No, that was, that was Judgment Day. Judgment Day 03. That was a good show. That's the one I'm thinking of. That one, it's pretty fucking awesome. Under, under the Radar, yeah. very good show. Uh, it's hard for me to pick one. Uh, next question. Can Braden give us the measurements of his hog and will Tom confirm? This is coming to us from Coin Jones. Why? Okay, this is the second question about this. 
I'm going to answer on the Tom confirming part. No. I don't want to answer this question. Then this the answer is, not, is no. This, I don't want... This is... No, I cannot... I cannot give you the measurements. <laughs> so that I means... I don't feel the need to do this. So then that means that our last question, and this is a good one. Okay. Comes to us again from uh, Barry, a.k.a. Bartholomew, at Save Us BA on okay. Twitter. He asks... If you had to assemble a five-person team for a Survivor Series elimination match using any wrestler, living or dead, who are you picking? <sighs> okay. This is a this is a now. Good this one. is interesting because part of me says, "Are we picking like our personal thing, or are we picking like for the purposes of winning the match?" I feel like. For the purposes of winning the matches, is is, is okay. the implied okay. criteria? I would, here. I yeah. Let's go with that then. Um, hmm. Yeah, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> we're we're both furiously counting on our fingers. Um, <laughs> this, is ooh, so this is okay. Um, now I want you to go first. And then we're going to pit these teams against each other and just be like, oh my god. This is going to be so good. Yeah, okay. Okay, hold on. I need to think of a, a fifth. I'm at four. I'm at... What if... Okay. But what if we have crossovers? What do you mean? Like, if, if you and I have the same... Okay, you know what? Uh, I will be gracious here. You get the first... Your team can be announced first. If anyone on your team is on my team, I will pick a different person. Okay. The, the floor sure is yours. Sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you you get the draft. Okay. Um. I. Okay. I realize a lot of these are fed people, but I don't care. They all even are, though yeah. they, they. That's fine. Said all. Okay. Orton. Okay. Taker. Okay. Mm. God damn it! You son of a bitch! All right. Lesnar. Ooh, good pick. Angle. Excellent pick. Abyss. <laughs> All right, all right, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Okay. You right. gave me the first. You, no, no, I, I, I did, I did, I did. We can even we can easily just have duplicates if we want. No, fuck that. It's not as good. Okay. So I'm I'm coming for fucking blood here. Oh no. <laughs> Andre. Okay. Austin. Okay. Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, this won't mean that much to you, but I'm going to go Kobashi. Okay. And then last but not least at all, Stan fucking Hansen. My team is coming to beat the shit out of and sit down upon your team. Mm. This is interesting here. So if we want, if we had to do a one-to-one pairing for this. Imagine Lesnar and Andre. Dude. And I'm talking o, like 03 Lesnar. Okay. When he would like do things. I'm talking 2013 Lesnar. Oh, all right. That we'll do, take. I'll take that. Do things. I'll take that against fucking Andre. Just what? Yeah. Now oh imagine Stan Hansen beating the ever living piss out of Taker. Taker wouldn't take it. He'd beat the piss out of him back. You're out of your fucking mind. You th- you don't think he would? You think Taker? I think he would try. I think that would only make it more interesting. Oh, I'm with you on that. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll happily concur to that. I just, I don't think Taker would be like, oh, no, I don't think, I back. don't think yeah. that either. But I don't, 
I don't think in that situation Taker wins. And I love Taker. Yeah, we, that, I'll that's give you that. well documented. Stan can't see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like nothing to lose here. Um Okay, so you got you got you have you I had Rock Andre, I had Andre, Austin, Rock, Kobashi, and Stan Hansen. <laughs> so Stan Hansen versus Taker. Yeah, we're, we're gonna do a one to one pairing. Okay, okay. This. Okay, so Stan, you you put Stan against Taker. Yep. You put Andre against Lesnar. Uh huh. Please, <laughs> please. Um. So that leaves me with Rock, Austin, and Kobashi. Who's still left on your team? Um, Orton. Angle and Abyss. If I may. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me Kobashi versus Angle. You want someone to die, don't you? Oh, <laughs> dude. Oh. <laughs> because now that means that we could get Austin and Orton? That'd be interesting. And then Rock versus Abyss. The match we never knew we wanted. Dude, this would be the greatest Survivor Series match of all time. Because okay, so we have eclipsed everything that's ever happened. Even imagine this, right? Because obviously, you know, the Survivor Series matchup, it's not just a fucking one v one. We can get Abyss and Andre. Yeah. <laughs> we can get Brock and Stan Hansen. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Kobaki and Orton. Dude, for what? For what? <laughs> Our own sick pleasure, that's what. This is a great question. We can get Angle and Stan Hansen. Yeah. We could get... Angle and any one of your team would be awesome. Can you imagine Angle and Andre? Andre's just sitting on him. (laughs) This is the greatest question of all time. I love it. I fucking love it. I am now going to do... um, On 2K22, when WWE 2K22 comes out, I'm going to make or download... On the community creations, all of these wrestlers, I'm gonna put them in a five-on-five tag team match, elimination. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put them together, and we're gonna see which the computer decides wins. Okay, okay. <laughs> if that's possible, I'm gonna have to remember to do that. But actually, I think 2K22 is already out, but I haven't bought it yet. Um, this is the greatest thing of all time. I now, love it. Oh my god. What a perfect way to end this episode. Just what other one to one pairings can we get out of this that's so that that it would be awesome? We got I mean Abyss and Stone Cold would take be fucking Taker and cool. Kobashi. Yeah. Like just Kobashi just lighten everybody up with those fucking chops. Honestly, Lesnar versus anyone on that team would be great. Lesnar and Kobashi could have been fucking incredible. Imagine that. I want Lesnar and Stan Hansen more so than bad. anything so that bad. I've ever wanted. In a battle of who has had enough of this. <laughs> I want Angle versus everyone on your team yeah. more than I've ever thought I would. Fucking excellent question. Um, Honestly, now that I know what your team is, I might replace Orton with uh, just just fucking... No! A a big, meaty man. No, I say keep Orton on there. I do like Orton being on there. It's a nice dynamic. You've always got that fucking RKO. It's a good dynamic. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine Duck the Lariat RKO? Duck the Lariat RKO, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are geniuses. Duck the fucking machine gun chop RKO. Catches Kobashi mid moonsault RKO. 
just like just doing yeah. the, doing the chops right. Yep. Block one. Euro off the ropes. Power slam. Perfect. What are we doing? I why don't know. why are just, we making this just match a thing? Cartoon booking shit. We need to make this match a thing. How? I don't know. Okay. We need to figure it out. Uh, on that note, let's shut this down. Imagine I'm so tired. Andre the Giant doing a butterfly suplex to Abyss. I'd love it. I'd absolutely <laughs> love it. What a great fucking team. This would uh, this. This is the greatest question that we've ever had. We should do another Q and A. I yeah. mean, obviously down the road. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually. This was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to yeah. be. I thought it was yeah, going to be a lot more. I like, also thought we were going to burn through this, and it would be like twenty minutes. I was just like, yeah, oh, I fuck. really did too. Um, uh, I'm I'm down for doing a Q and A in the future. We will post the thing. Don't send in your question. Keep, not yet. Not write yet, them not in yet. your fucking yeah. notes or whatever. Same. We will eventually announce another Q and A. We'll do the deal with the thing. Um, I agree. But yeah, that's this has been another exciting episode of What Are We Even Doing? We were answering questions. We gave you had questions, we gave you answers. The that real is question is Q&A. what am I about to do? And the answer is go to bed. Uh I I'm gonna go home and edit I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna go home and go to bed as well. Yeah, you got time. You got yeah. time. I and you know what? Um uh, if you're listening to this, we hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. We wish you nothing but the best. Yes. And on that note, good night. And good luck. What are we doing?